Welcome to Real Talks, The Realtor Life. This is where we talk to real agents about their story and their journey in real estate. We'll discuss their beginnings, their struggles, and their ultimate successes. We peel back the layers and deliver a behind-the-scenes conversation that you, the listener, can find inspiration. My name is Nick Niaxi, and my intention is to share the authentic realtor life. Hey everybody, this is uh, Nick Niaxu uh, with Real Talks. This is episode 11, uh, first episode of 2019. I'm here with Jill Sinclair and we're taking a little different approach right now for this episode, a very special episode with, with a business coach who has a lot of experience coaching realtors and their success. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Nick. It is awesome to be here. Great. I'm happy that you're here. You made some time for this. Um, so tell everybody about sort of what you do and how long you've been a business coach and and everything about who Jill is. Okay, the background. So I actually started as a realtor years and years ago, and I was out in the Valley, out in the South Surrey, South Langley area, and I was known as Hot Rod Realtor because I had a lot of uh, collector cars and things. So like, you know, 37 blown Chevy, you know, old Corvettes that are big blocks, really fun stuff. And the whole impetus behind that was the people who own those cars would typically have a 10 car garage full of those. So they would have millions of dollars worth of cars and their house was typically at that time, you know, three to $5 million, which, you know, in 2007, 2008, that was pretty significant. So for me, I just started marketing myself that way. And people started asking me, Jill, how are you getting in the paper, on TV, on these things? And how are you doing so well in your business? So I just organically started to coach and to consult. And obviously, realtors were in my realm. And so I, I started into that. And then I moved back into the city of Vancouver. And I just jumped right into coaching and consulting with all sorts of different businesses. So right now, um, the whole concept of realtors and them having challenges right now, it's like, just do the work. You know, if you're not able to sell the $7 million home, then then start to sell smaller things, start to sell other properties. Like people are buying and selling. You have to find them. Right. So it's, it's basically, you know, people I find are, you know, they reach out to me as well and you give them as much advice as you, as you can. And, but they're looking for sort of the, the magic formula or the, the magic e- pill, the yeah. magic pill, but they're really isn't a magic formula no. that doesn't involve W-O-R-K, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And it's almost like, I don't know if you're probably way too young for this, but like the Suzanne Summers, like that thing that the thigh master. Yeah. Those went crazy. People were buying and buying and buying them. My, I was a child at the time, but um, people want this quick fix and it's just not going to happen. They don't want to do the work. And it's like they do the analysis paralysis and they keep on asking, they'll ask your opinion, they'll ask my opinion. And they're wasting all this time instead of just phoning. Just start phoning people. Phoning them, being a resource to them, come from a place of contribution. You will hear me, no matter who my clients are, that's the first thing I say is be of a resource and be of coming from a place of contribution. Because if you don't do that, then how do you know how you're helping them? You're pushing your agenda on them, right? So, right. so when you say someone it's a buyer, well, do you really know what they like? I remember when I was still selling real estate and one of my first clients, I, um, I asked, it was their first home and they were in their fifties. And so they were super excited, but also super scared and nervous. And she wanted a um, west facing balcony and he wanted a, uh, I guess, east facing balcony. And for various reasons, right? Obviously the, the sun coming up and sun going down. And so how hard is that to find in the Langley area at the time? 
in a townhome. Mm-hmm. It was very hard to find. Mm-hmm. But I was very, very adamant that that was the only properties that I would be showing her was something that would be, you know, within the 90th percentile of what that is. And so I didn't waste time showing them a bunch of crap that I knew that they wouldn't want. It's her first home. So she came in, she cried. Of course, they got the property, right? Mm-hmm. But I asked them those questions. And people, they, they're just too lazy to do that. And instead, they, like, they'd rather be the taxi service for three months and try and push their agenda on a buyer instead of actually being that resource and finding what they really want. So, so I resonate with that. I see that being a big issue in our in our industry, is that people become so servient, and there's almost like you enter the world of real estate tourism, yeah. where you're just showing property because they want to see, yeah. rather than you being the filter and listening and asking the questions. Of, 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 you know, most people don't know what what they want until they see it. Yeah. But you can ask the right questions and sort of dig out that information, um, and 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 help and help serve them better by you know by you know counseling them and figuring out exactly what they want. Yeah. Because you know, and then you and then you start showing them property, and as you show them property, you learn from every single showing yeah. of what to show them next or what not to show them next. And then eventually you find like the perfect property that, that fits their, their needs, right? Exactly, yeah. And actually, in the end, it saves time because here's the thing with that couple. So the, she wanted the West Balcony because she wanted to have the sunset at night and have a glass of wine. And he woke up like at 5 in the morning, so he wanted to see the sun rise. And so for me to understand the why behind it was like, oh my gosh, okay, I, I see this, I understand this. And then listening to it was the key. Because if I, again, you, you have to ask people those questions and then provide that for them, Mm -hmm. right? Otherwise, it's just, if you're not understanding the why behind it and you're not being a resource for them, then you're able to work with them and adjust what is your absolute must-haves. I don't know, you probably do this. I used to always ask, what are your top three must, must, must must-haves? And what are your three must-not-haves? Absolutely must-not-have. I'm like, oh, no one's ever asked me that before. I'm like, awesome. I'm asking you that. Let's let's dig down for that. That's right. right. And then it just, it saves time. And then they see you as a resource. They also see you as a leader because Nick... People in real estate, um, Ryan Serhant, who's coming to town, we'll talk about that in a second, he was just on, uh, I think, an, in, the Inman Conference in New York, mm-hmm. and he said, realtors are basically glorified waiters and servers. They're, you know, they're taking orders, taking orders, but when you become a leader in your field, you start to help to maneuver people in what they're really wanting and what they think they really want. Does yeah. that make sense? It makes sense. I mean... You know what is a realtor? We're 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 supposed to be a solution. Yeah. We're supposed to we're we're being hired um, uh, as consultants to help people make you know find the right property so they can make a decision based on our expertise in the yeah. in the market. We're yeah. market experts. We're supposed to be. We're not supposed to. Yeah. We're supposed to be right, and that's how I run my business. Um, and if you're not showing property or meeting with clients, you're learning. Yeah. You're studying. Yeah. You're you're creating value for. For everybody who's, who you talk to, it, because if you talk, I tell young agents this: if if you if you just get your license, you go to open house, and if the buyer knows more than you do, then then you have no chance in this business. No. You need to be a wealth of knowledge, know your stats, know your market conditions, know things that that are um, that add you know value to you, so you can serve your clients better and serve the general public better. Absolutely. And I, I think with that too, it, it comes in every stage of life, right? So when you're a realtor, again, what is your job? Your job is to serve other people. Your job is to find out exactly what they want and also uncover those things that they don't know that they want. Right. You know, and it's not rocket science. You know, there's the possibility to make a truckload of money when you do it well. Yes. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. There, there yeah. sure is. <laughs> cha-ching. Uh, cha-ching, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but that's, 
but that's a res- that's the result of doing it well. Yeah. That's not, that doesn't come easy. And you've been at this for how long now? Eight years. Eight years. Wow. That's Eight years. Yeah. 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 Um, so how many, how many realtors have you coached? Oh, good Lord. Um, I can't, I can't keep count because I've also coached some brokerages. So the biggest thing with realtors, no matter if they're starting in the business or if they've been in for eight or 12 or 20 years is believe it or not accountability. And when they say to me, Oh, I chill, I've had such a rough week. I'm like, okay, if I was to look at your day timer or follow you around with a camera, what would I really see? And like, mm-hmm. Oh crap. You got me there. So how much TV did you watch? How much? And I'm not saying that people shouldn't take that time away to, you know, decompress or whatever it is, because everyone's different. But at the same time, if you're telling me you want a certain goal, yet you're not willing to do the work, again, whether you're a brand new realtor or in in 20 years, well, show me, don't tell me. It's like the reverse of of show and tell, Mm -hmm. right? When you're a kid, show me what you want. Mm -hmm. You know, don't just tell me because right now you're not fulfilling what you need to do. So I've had to fire uh, quite a few clients in in the past because they weren't willing to do what I've asked them to do. And they're like, Jill, it's too hard. I'm like, it's actually not too hard. It's not too hard to phone someone. You're just choosing not to. So so let's be clear about this. You're choosing not to do the phone calls I've asked you to do. You're choosing not to knock on the doors. And it's funny that, well, you don't know what that's all about. I'm like, are you kidding me? I started my, my real estate career knocking on doors in South Surrey mm-hmm. right before everyone started to um, build up out there, out in the Morgan Heights area and Morgan Creek. Mm-hmm. And I was like, people would look at me, oh, there's that realtor. She's probably trying to sell our house. And I would turn that around and be like, you're darn right I am. Have you seen your place? It's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And so I would have fun with people, but they would know me because I would be there at least once a month door knocking. Yeah. And if people are telling me that, oh, it's so hard being a real estate agent, well, what are you doing with your time? Like, are you yeah. sitting there at the coffee cooler? Are you reading like 500 books on this or are you implementing something into your work? Right. So do you, think, do you find that, and I, this, is my, um, this is my observation when I see young realtors, like they're motivated, they have energy, they're learning, they're reading, but they're stuck learning and reading. They don't and know what to they do. They don't know what to do. There's, there's no direction. So there's no direction. There's no there. game plan. So they, no. they, they try to you know pick uh, you know uh, I guess golden nuggets from all these little books and these podcasts that they listen to. But re- really, they need a game plan. They, they, they need a book. They need a yeah. you need a you need a plan to win the game. So I think I think we should segue into what you are creating, isn't it? This year you're creating a game. Well, plan? we are <laughs> not not officially launched yet, but okay. um, we're working on on what we see the stock gap in success for realtors in the first two years. That's exciting. Yeah, it is. I mean, you can, you know, Malcolm was on the previous episode yeah. and and he he mentioned two things. He mentioned something called free business and real business. Free business is your circle of influence when you first start, your family and friends yeah. might as well give you free paychecks. Yeah. Real business is convincing somebody to use you that you don't know or they're using somebody else. Yeah. That's how you build your business. That's a real realtor. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, how to, and how to get there to create, to build real business is, I think it's the, it's the biggest sticking point and it's the most dip, difficult thing to find when you're reading generic real estate health, self-help books yeah. um, because they're teaching mindset. They're not teaching real action. Yeah. Nothing's tangible. Absolutely nothing. Nothing's tangible. And, and the ones that are teaching action, like there's fantastic, you know, you know, there's there's uh, Mike Ferry and and those programs, but they're very American oriented. Yeah. They're not. They don't connect with the Canadian uh, Canadian uh, style of, of, of marketing or even real estate trans- like, transactions. We, we yeah. don't have escrow. 
they they have escrow. Yeah. We, you know, they're, they the have... The population is just... Is we don't have like, Zillow yeah. or anything yeah. like that, right? It's We have a full MLS system where in the U.S. It, it's not really... Um, you know, general, it's all segmented, right? Yeah. A lot of, you know, you, your broker just control information, whereas in Canada, it's open information. Yeah. So it's, so our way of, of um, providing value and information and, and statistics um, has to be, you know, has to, it's way different than the US. Yeah. So, so people, you know, who come in, they're trying to make ferry. I mean, if you're, if you're, willing to pick up the phone call the phone and call 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 well you better be registered with the CRT or else they're going to fine you yeah. people don't know that yeah. right you can get in trouble whereas in the US it's way different yeah. right with the do not call list so it's um, and then you know we can and there's different different ways and different cultures of real estate and even in Vancouver compared to Edmonton Calgary and Toronto so you have to be able to you know, identify that and then create the game plan around that. Because one game plan, one I'm, I'm sure you know, when you go in and tailor somebody's success plan, it's tailored. It's like it's going in and it's like a fitness plan. It's yeah. Fitness plan, yeah. and it's to them. It's how the, their personality, their strengths, their weaknesses. Yeah. Right. And and they can and anybody who has a work ethic will have strengths and weaknesses, and you and you build your business around what works for you. You know, I was I was terrible at door knocking. I practiced and became good at it. Um, but my, my strength was statistics. So I, I figured out a, comp, a, a value proposition to, to explain in my nerdy way yeah. stats and how, it, and how it can relate to each person. <laughs> how to make stats sexy. How to make stats sexy. Yeah. Um, but, you know, some people like DJ Denner, my business partner. DJ he, you. Yeah. <laughs> hi, DJ. He's a, <laughs> he is a charismatic He's Man, so and he's and he's and he and he just connects with people. Vibrant, he's vibrant, vibrant, and full of energy. He just connects people right away. Yeah, and he, he's just the power of the like. And he's very smart with statistics and everything as well. But his it's not his jam. Though. It's not his jam though. It's yeah. it's being it's 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 connecting with people and and people trust him because he's trustworthy. Yeah. and being authentic. That's his mojo, and it works really well for him. Obviously. Yeah. So, but you can't learn that in a book. You can't. You can't. Right. And, and, you know, going back to what you asked me about coaching, right? And everyone is so vastly different and every success plan is, is completely different. The one commonality, like I said, is accountability and saying, okay, did you really do what you said you were doing? You know, and looking at your calendar, are you segmenting out, you know, your hours of, of okay, so between nine and 11, I'm phoning, phoning, phoning or door knocking or whatever it is. And then, you know, make sure that you are what we call uh, time blocking, which really is another word for scheduling. Right. But again, everyone's so different and we have to uncover what the why is. Everyone says, what's your why? What's your why? Well, it actually is really important, you know, to, to fi- figure out what your why is. And then you kind of work backwards from that. So if your why this year is to make X millions of dollars, well, why is that? Do you want to be able to take more time off? Mm-hmm. Do you want to be able to hire people? And when you uncover that, you go, oh, okay, now this is really easy. Then we put things in place to help you to get to your success. Because it's it's all systems. We have to put systems in place mm-hmm. so to make your day a little bit more manageable to allow you that free time to go get your coffee or whatever it is you want. When we first walked in, you said, "Oh my gosh, there's so much going on in your life and in my life," and sometimes it's hard to keep it keep it straight. Well, I keep it straight because I've I got a day timer. I've got my phone. I've got my computer. Everything is written down. Otherwise, I'm going to forget it. Absolutely. You know, it, it, it's organized chaos. I mean, it's organized. My <laughs> chaos is planned. Yeah. Right. It's not like it's reactive. Yeah. Um, you know, coming from an oil tank scan and an inspection to the podcast to oh, wow. another showing to yeah. a CMA tonight. Just, but it's, it's just, it's, it, it, it's, it, it just, there's a flow to it. It's a flow to it. There is. A, 
and, and, it, and it's not it, when you re- reach a certain level in real estate, you know, and you're not, you know, focused a hundred percent on lead gen, right? Now it's like fifty percent lead gen, fifty percent execution, yeah. right? So now your days look a little bit different. But you're right; you have to always uh, time block for the lead gen. You have to. You have Otherwise, to. how are you going to get the business? You know, even if you've got right now, you're working with maybe four clients, four buyers, and two listings. Awesome. What happens when they all buy? Yeah. You know, you're going to have to obviously ask them for referrals. That's going to be your first thing. But then you have to keep things in the pot because you have to look three months down the road. Everything is three to six months down the road. Uh, with my business as well, like most of my clients now, they're they're signing on for a year contract, which is awesome because they're large companies right now. And But the same thing is I have to look at what is the strategy for me. So with realtors, they have to look at it as a job. Unfortunately, realtors, it's a job. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a J-O-B. Like you have control over it. But if you don't, that's that saying, if you don't, um, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Yeah. You really do. And it's just people say, oh, Jill, whatever. I'm like, really? So how many million did you make last year? Right. And then yeah. I get yeah. crickets, right? Well, you really, do you think I know what I'm talking about? Because I'm coaching the top people in, in you know, the, the Canadian market right now. Right. Yeah. So, so you have to plan your days for success. <laughs> yeah. And I think when realtors, when people become realtors, they don't understand that you're paying to go to work. Yeah. It's costing you X amount a yeah. day. You know, when I first started off, I have a, a blog post about what the cost of being a realtor. And it was $110 a day oh. for 365 days a year for me to go to work. Wow. Your license, you're the staff piece. guy. Yeah, the license, <laughs> my licensing costs, my, my office costs, my, all the way down to my last bill. It's like, well, you can't. It's like, well, I'm, not, I'm paying to go to work. It costs yeah. me every single day to be a, an agent. Now I don't. You'll, yeah. you'll, 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 it's triple that now for me to go to work because yeah. I'm advertising and whatever it is, right? All my fixed yeah. costs are so high, but yeah. you know, it's reinvesting to the business for reward. Hopefully that's yeah. the idea. But, <laughs> and then sure. also understanding that this is not nine to five. When you join, become a realtor, I don't care where you're a realtor in the world. This is, this is seven days a week. You, this is part of, this is, this is a part of your fabric or your DNA. Yeah. You are not necessarily talking, you know, asking for, for business everywhere you go, but you there's are, no off button. There's no off button. No. It's Never. Just, you, must, Never. you have to love it. Yeah, you do. And you have to love sales. And if you don't, you really should not be in real estate. You really shouldn't be. Like, just listen up now, right, everyone, because... If you are truly an entrepreneur, it's, it's like you said, it's in your DNA. Like you just, you do things at all hours because that's what you want to do. And if society is saying, oh, you have to shut down at a certain time, why? Like no. I, I don't burn out. For me, I, I have my different things I'm able to work out and whatnot. But if I'm going to be, you know, writing or editing my new, my new book that's coming out, Hustler Sophisticate, um, I'm doing that at all hours because that's what I choose to do. Right. But is it work? Yes, it's work. But I'm an entrepreneur and it's, and it's just, there's no... Like it's a blurred line for me and I love it because I get to create whatever I want because I'm playing by my rules, right? Right. So, so it's exciting. Let's, let's, I'm going to ask you for some free information. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see if you can share a little bit of information here with something. Like, so if you had a new realtor, I'm a new realtor. I'm like, Jill, I've been working for six months. Like I haven't had a sale yet. You know, I have four good clients, but they're not really transacting. Like, what am I doing wrong? I'm working seven days a week. I think I'm at least working, not maybe not effectively. Like, what would you do? What would you? What would? How would you? What would be advice you give me as a new realtor? The first thing I would I would say is I, I'd love to look at your calendar. I want to see your calendar. I want to see what you're doing every single day uh, in the morning, afternoon, evening. I need to see that. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I don't have it written down. Okay, that's your first problem right there, right? The first challenge. Yeah. Right? So so it's, it's looking at 
um, what they're currently doing and what their stop gaps are, what their success blockers are, and, and then also finding out, you know, what did they do previously? What, was it in some sort of technical job or was it some sort of sales thing? What is their motivation? Like, are they, in finding out, are they looking to get rich quick or are they looking for the easy button or are they really willing to put the work in? Um, because if someone, again, like we mentioned early, early on is they don't have a plan because they don't know, there, there is no rule book of how to be a good realtor, really. I mean, there's other books about, you know, it, mm-hmm. it goes in at the broad scope of things, but what do you do on a day-to-day basis? Well, you have to treat it like a job. You have to go into the office and you have to start phoning, phoning everyone you know and being a resource for them. So what I do with a lot of my clients uh, previously is you look at, you know, even when you're door knocking in the area that you live in and people say, well, I don't want to do that. I'm like, oh, why? Because it's so convenient for you to roll out of bed and go door knock. And what you would do, like say in the winter, uh, we haven't had any snow yet in Vancouver, which is awesome, but I do love snow. Um, But you would go around the neighborhood and ask people, do they need a snowblower? Do they need something? Do they need their hedges wrapped for winter? In the fall, do they need their leaves raked? Like you come from a place of contribution from them mm-hmm. and that they remember you and they might not need, need their, their uh, leaves raked, but they might need something else. Oh my gosh, that realtor, Jill, she's so helpful and she comes around and, and be consistent. Door knock in the same areas for your life. Why would you give that up when it's a gold mine? Like mm-hmm. I said, when I was out in South Surrey, I door knocked and I did uh, mail outs. I did everything because I wanted to get that property. I wanted to be known as that person, hot rod realtor. There she is again, right? And her little hot rod coming around. And they knew me by just seeing me. They knew who I was. And that's what you want. You have to be so persistent. I say that to my people, like I'll keep on phoning people and, until they put, you know, a call block on me, right? right? Because if they haven't, if they've said that they might be interested, then I'm going to keep on calling them until they tell me they're not. Exactly. Because they've given me that open door. So I'm like, it's not my fault that you're not returning my call. I'm going to keep calling you. And and it's funny because I say Jill Tenacious Sinclair calling again if I leave a message. And, and that's who I am. And people say, well, I, I call all the time. How many times did you call? Really? Three times. Oh, in three months. Awesome. So how about you phone them one more time? Yeah. And there's probably another realtor Yeah. calling a lot more. Yeah. 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 So I had a client and um, they phoned a person and, and the stats show, and they're kind of wide stats, but they show that in sales, in all types of sales, people do not respond um, or make a decision until, until this between the sixth and 12th call. Mm-hmm. And this guy had left his client or this potential client 12 messages the client finally called them back and he said, Hey, you know what? So sorry, everything was going bananas, but I'm ready to buy this multi-million dollar property, whatever it was. But this guy was tenacious because I told him, keep on calling until he says, stop calling me because you don't know, did they get the message? Did they not get the message? They're trying to phone you back. Maybe they're going through a divorce. They're getting married. Who knows what they're Mm -hmm. going through? So how dare you stop yourself from your own success? Right, like I, I call like a maniac. I really do because I'm like I provide so much value, and here's the difference too, Nick. Is I believe so strongly in myself and the value that I provide for people when I come into their lives. No matter what it is, if I can't provide that value, I'll look for someone else that can provide that value for them. Right, and that's what you have to be as a real estate agent. Is you know what you might not buy or sell their house today, but what else can you help them with? Are there kids involved in a in a um, in a sport that you can help to? Right you know, raise money for them or whatever it is. Are they involved in a charity? Come from that place of contribution and you'll win every time. Yeah. The one thing is with when you're coming from a place of contribution, also stick up for yourself too. Mm. There are times where are cultures that will say, can you pick my kids up from school? It's like, oh, no, dear. we're not no, doing yeah. that. 
I, I, I have seen that happen oh. before. Can you go get my groceries? So oh, no, I have seen no. that. So, so add value in terms of your profession and your, and, and your resources in the community. Absolutely. Yes. Well, thank you for bringing that up because also another key point is you need to lay your expectations right away on the table. So when you meet with them, you lay your expectations on what this relationship is going to be like. And I would say with with my clients in the past when they were in, in real estate and I would say, okay, so here's unless we're working on a deal um, and you need information. This, th- these are my hours between eight in the morning and eight o'clock at night. Does that sound fair to you? And I get their agreement. They'd say yes. I said, awesome. And what's the best time for me to contact you? It, unless it's an emergency, unless we have to, you know, put a deal on together. And so I would literally write this down. Okay. So we're good with this. And so everything was laid out. And when you have that expectation conversation with like with your colleagues, with your clients, with everyone you do business with, your life becomes so much easier, right? Mm-hmm. And so you wouldn't say, like right right then, if you have clients like this that are gonna try and take advantage of your, your niceness, of course you'd say, well, yeah, I'm actually, I'm not able to pick up your children from work because I, I do have to work for a living and I'm able to help you with everything yeah. in the real estate realm though. How about that, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So tell us about, I mean, I mean you're, not just, you're not just talking, you're walking. So you can reach out to people and get their attention. Yeah. And you, and you, you got Ryan Serhan's attention. I know, right? So that's a pretty big accomplishment. So tell Super us about excited. what's going on and when that's happening, and um, and uh, and how do people, how can people be a part of that? Okay, thank you so much for asking. So first of all, I'm going to backtrack a, a little minute. So I've got a client, Sean Zuber, who is a realtor. He also owns a brokerage as well as he owns um, a mortgage company, a partial mortgage company. And he said, Jill, I want to get on the stage. And I'm like, well, dude, love you, but no one knows who you are. So here's what we need to do. We need to get someone that has um, has star power to come, and then we can share a stage with him, right? We, I can get you on the stage with that. And I've done other events, and I've spoken at multiple, multiple events. And so for me, I'm also growing my brand. So I said, okay, so who do you want? Like, think about who you want, who's going to come to Vancouver that we can really blow this out of the water. So decided on Ryan Serhant. So I said, okay, you call him. You call him first, and if you don't get anywhere, then I'm going to call him, right? Mm-hmm. Because again, my client getting putting him to work because he tells me he wants this, he's going to have to show me he wants this, right? right? So anyway, so that's happening. So uh, we've got Ryan Serhant coming to Vancouver, the star of multi, uh, Million Dollar Listing New York, as well as Sell It Like a Serhant, mm-hmm. as well as a best-selling author of Sell It Like a Serhant. And he's coming March 15th, and he's going to be speaking, telling us how he made over $830 million in real estate last year. And how he keeps just growing and growing. We talked before the mics came on about how he's blown his career out of the water. Like he's on CNN, um, mm-hmm. he just Inman connects all these different shows, and he's being so relevant right now. So for people to come and learn from him, it's going to be amazing. So mm-hmm. March fifteenth, go to Eventbrite, look at Hustler Sophisticate, and get your tickets. So we've got the regular tickets, we've got cocktail tickets that you get to get a picture with him which is amazing. Again, that's mm-hmm. going to blow people's brands out of the water. And then for the VIP dinner, we I'm um, only selling 10 tickets and I only have five left now. Mm-hmm. And people get a video with Ryan Serhant and they get to have dinner with him. That's amazing. So it's going to be crazy. And also the... Um, the title sponsor, what I've arranged, because I didn't want sponsors just to just throw money at me and, you know, let's have your logo. I've arranged to pick up Ryan in, in a Bentley because uh, Delari is one of my sponsors 
in a Bentley from the airport. I've got a videographer in the front seat and my sponsor's in the back with Ryan and we're going to videotape their conversation. So my sponsor gets this. You know, wow. and, and like you can't pay for that. Well, I, actually, they did pay for yeah. it, right? <laughs> yeah. But again, this opportunity—they're like, "Oh my gosh, are you kidding me, Joe?" So I'm, I again, coming from a place of contribution, help, help, help. Like, how can I help you? How can I, how can I prove value to you? And so, hustler sophisticated. I'm going to be taking this all across North America, and I'm going to be tapping the shoulders of amazing people that that are uh, great speakers or speakers to be mm-hmm. because. When you want something to happen, you want to grow a movement, start it yourself. Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely. Uh, you know, you don't need to come under anyone else's wing. You you know, you leverage other people. So I'm leveraging Ryan Serhant. I'm speaking at the event, I'm moderating the event, and I'm producing the event, right? So there's a lot of behind the scenes work, and I'm willing to do this because this is helping my star grow as well. Absolutely. That's I think it's fantastic. And what I'll do is I'll I'll put a link to the Eventbrite oh, thank you. Uh, in my um, in, in the bio for this episode cool. and people can click on it and cool. and see if they want to attend but okay. I would you know it's uh, Ryan Serdhan and he's one of the you know he, he, he came from nothing yeah. and um, and he is a huge success story he's probably one of the most public success, sto- success stories in real estate in the past you know eight years right yeah and uh and uh, his story is really his book is amazing. Yeah, Salt Lake Hands a fantastic. I'm, I'm going through it the second time now. Oh, I just cool. love. I just love it. Yeah, um, you can just feel the energy, right? Yeah, and uh, yeah, it'll but be. Can great you imagine event. meeting him and meet, having that yeah, conversation? Have that convers- yeah, that's like, right. I'm, I'm I'm crazy for this. Like I'm so excited to meet him. But again, he's a human being like we are. You know, he puts his pants on, he pees just like we do. But at the same time, we can learn from him and learn from some of his mistakes, some of his his, his uh, uh, triumphs as well. And the biggest thing too is. He just, he's such a great guy. Like, he's just normal. He's a human being, right? But Mm -hmm. he's chosen to do the work. He's chosen to put his head down. He's chosen to make those decisions, right? And uh, the other interesting part of the Hustler Sophisticate, and what I'm going to do is, um, uh, like Nick said, he'll put the the link to this, but also use the code Sophisticate for 25% off. So oh, all wow. your listeners get that. So that's huge. That's huge. 25%. That's off. the first. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, I was so, actually going to tell you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's great. I'll give you a different, a different code. But I'm also, I finished writing my third book and this book is my first business book and it's called Hustler Sophisticate. So that will be available um, by, by the showtime right. by March 15th. So very excited about that. That's fantastic. And are you taking on clients right now for coaching or are you sort of stepping away? Um, are you no, full? No, I'm, I'm fully, I'm, I'm so immersed right now with my coaching. And right. right now I've got two huge clients that I'm working to, to do management skill training and leadership training and that kind of stuff. So, so right now I'm not looking to, I'm not looking to take on new okay. individual clients. I will do consultations for sure to get people set up for success. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not taking on ones and twos. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And That's... my website too is Sinclair success strategies. Okay. So if you want to go to that, just check me out there and, um, find out just a little bit more about who I am and what I do. Perfect. So what I'll do is I'll put all that information in the bio so people can click and, and, and see what you're all about and, and definitely suggest going to this, the Ryan Serhant uh, event in March. Um, that's going to be, I don't think many people really know too much about it yet. And it's just about to be launched, yeah. right? So we're just, we're just, so I just spoke with Ryan's team last Friday, I guess it was, and they're going to be doing a promo for it in the next two weeks. 
So we're very excited about that. So yeah, it has been kind of people. Some people don't don't even know about this yet because we haven't done our ads yet. No, I know. So it'll sell so, out. It'll sell out in a heartbeat. Oh, it when will. it goes out, it'll be the tickets will be gone in two weeks and yeah, and maybe next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so exciting. Also, another another event um, that I am am seeing at Arlene Dickinson is coming to. Oh, and no it's kidding. a week prior. It's called Unapologetically Hers. It's held out in the Valley. And it's just a very different event than like yeah. my event is a speaking event. This one is more kind of social in the, in the more or in the daytime. And then in the evening, Arlene is going to come to speak. So, so that's an, you know, another thing, but the sell it like Sir Hant book, um, as well as, um, hustler sophisticate book, check those out when they come out, but also, um, come and say hello to Nick cause he's coming to the mm-hmm. hustler sophisticate. All right. I'll be there hundred percent. Awesome. So the, um, so the takeaways here for the realtors that are listening, um, it's obviously you have to put the work in, but also, you know, if you want, if you want to be very successful in this business, you have to be able to manage your time yep. and make it, making sure that every single minute that you spend in this business, it, there, there's a potential outcome rather than just, you know, sitting at your desk and, you know, and, you know, twiddling your thumbs. Yep. So, and, and, and don't, and don't yep. feel bad if that's what you're doing, because there's nobody really telling you what to do. Yeah. So you're just trying to figure out by know, asking questions of what yeah. you should be doing or your trial and error. So there's a there's a stopgap that DJ and I are working on. I know there's a stopgap that you you work with your clients on one on one that we will be releasing this year. We're just trying to make sure that you know we 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 feel that if it's good enough for us, it'll be good enough for for everybody else. Because yeah. when you when you coach somebody, when you when you when you give somebody advice, that's a huge responsibility. It is. Yeah. Right? Because you're, you are now affecting people's lives. Mm-hmm. And if you're scamming or if you're, if you're not authentic, you just care about receiving their money for that advice and you know it's not going to work, you know, people will trust you that it will work if they put in the work. And if the systems aren't working, then you've affected their lives in a negative way. Yeah. And they get discouraged or, who knows, financially affected. Yeah. So we have... So whenever... You know, real good coaches or good teachers teach. It, the information has been vetted. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, it, so the so we we've made the mistakes or we've we've pivoted so people who we share information with have the best value possible. Yeah. And that's how you should be treating people that you mentor, treating your clients as well. Same thing. Everyone, absolutely. And again, it, it just comes from a place that you, you, you're giving the best of who you are to other people. Yeah. And that's what I know I provide. Like as a speaker, it's not about me at all. It's about what value am I providing to the audiences there, whether it's one or, or, you know, 500 people, what am I providing them that they can take away? And that's exciting to me that I get to affect change. And, and some people say, well, you know, how do you do that? Well, I just do it. It's just, you know, you've been given gifts. I've been given gifts and a lot of them are cross pollinated and that's awesome. But at the same time, once you recognize what you've been given to share, it is such an honor. It is absolutely such an honor to do. And I'm so excited for you guys and and that playbook that's coming out because it's so necessary. So necessary. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. And you guys are sharing from your experiences. And that's what the best storyteller wins, Nick. The best storyteller wins. Just think about that all the time. When you tell a really compelling story and it compels people to action, you Mm -hmm. just won, right? I agree. So... We can find you online. Yeah. Let's just, just give it one more, one oh, okay. more. Pitch. So, this is, pitch yourself again on Instagram, on social media, websites. 
Instagram, um, I'm going to be transitioning to my personal. So Ms. M.S. Jill Sinclair, Ms. Jill Sinclair okay. on Instagram, um, on Facebook, Jill Sinclair, Jill Sinclair Entertainment and Sinclair Success Strategies and my website, Sinclair Success Strategies. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm likely going to be just developing it to, to Jill Sinclair. But uh, most importantly right now is the Hustler Sophisticate Speaker yeah. Series. Go to Eventbrite and get your tickets and use the code word Sophisticate for 25% off. Fantastic. Yay. Great. Thank you, everybody, for listening again. And um, have a good day.